Welcome to Buzzed with Brian. I am your host, Brian. We're going to talk about beer, the history, and drinking. Before today's episode, I have a special announcement. It's hard to believe it's already that time of year to vote for the Best of Madison. So thank you for all that voted last year to help me achieve a bronze medal in the podcast category for 2023. This year for the month of February is the nomination phase for the Best of Madison 2024. You can vote every day and I have included the link to that website in my show notes and I will include that in all of my February released show notes. So please select me and help nominate me for the Best of Madison for 2024 so we can move on to the final voting round that will occur in June. Don't worry, I'll let you know, and there will be an extra reminder in the month of June on the socials and on the podcast here to vote at that time. But first, vote in the month of February to help me achieve bronze again, or maybe even better for 2024. Thank you so much, and on to today's show. Hey there, beer fans. Welcome back to another episode of Buzz with Brian. I am so grateful to have you all tuning in each and every week when I drop a new episode, just stopping in, checking out what I have to offer. It's hard to believe that we are on to year three here. That's right. This is my second episode after the Buzz with Brian anniversary. If you haven't checked that out, had some fun, went over the highlights of year two and Now we're on year three, and one of the new things I did last year in year two of the pod was an audience submission, and well, I'm back at it again. We have yet another audience submission, and this one is actually going to be a two-parter. I will probably drop the second part of this in a couple weeks. It won't be back-to-back weeks, but in a couple weeks. I've got a lot of beers to drink between now and then, folks. I hope you understand. But this episode is sponsored by Buzz with Brian Superfan, Eric Mickelson. Thank you so much, Eric. I remember when you showed me your um, Spotify wrapped or whatever it was. I don't know. You were my number one listener for the year of 2023. So shout out to you, Eric. And shout out to you for bringing me some beers. Um, Eric said, hey, I've got some beers I want to share. Let's get it on the pod. And he did not disappoint. He gave me two, count them, two four packs from two different breweries. That's right. So... Since there are so many beers, I certainly am not going to do that in just one episode. So, Eric, you got a you got a bonus, a little twofer, like I said. Part two of this will come on down the stretch in a couple weeks. But the first brewery, the first uh, four pack, I picked three out of the four pack to feature on the show. I didn't want to um, drink all of them on the show tonight, but I picked three, and it is coming from a brewery called Rhombus Guys Brewing Company in Grand Forks, North Dakota. However, as you're going to find out in the next section of this episode, this might be the last opportunity for these beers to ever really get drank in a public format or in a podcast medium or any kind of medium out there as far as um, drinking beer goes because they are unfortunately closed. So Eric did know when he gave me these beers that they were closing um, and he still wanted to share them with me anyways. So it's pretty special. So thank you again, Eric. Shout out to you. And uh, with that, let's get on to our next installment of the audience submissions.
Before I get started, I have to give yet another shout out to Eric. Thank you, Eric, for supplying the beers today. You have been an absolute rock for the Buzz with Brian fan club, and I want to give you all the appreciation in the world. I've had a chance to hang out with Eric twice now in person. Um, the first time was when we initially met. That was at the Pour Another Round Beer Festival, which is coming up here again. And that was last last spring that we were up in Green Bay, and I got to meet him after being acquainted through social media. But it was nice to finally meet him in person. And then, yeah, he was buzzing through Madison, Wisconsin for a little uh, bags tournament, of course, like Wisconsinites do. <laughs> and um, he thought, what a great opportunity to drop off some beer while he was in town. And we met up at Giant Jones, shared a couple uh, beers there, and... That was that. So I'm hoping to see him again at the Pour Another Round Beer Festival in March this year. I'm sure he will be there. So I'll keep my eyes peeled, Eric. Here's my official letting you know I'm coming. Um, But the brewery that he shared with me, like I said, there's two different breweries. And this one is Rhombus Guys Brewing Company. They are closed. It was very hard to really find any information on them. Their website domain is already no longer a actual website. Uh, if you go to their social media, there's no real great explanation either. No like, oh, we're closing posts. So nothing there, but it's uh, essentially a dead account and, and that's that. But I, I did find out they opened up in 2015 and they are in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Uh, the building that they very recently used to occupy was the old Metropolitan Opera House in Grand Forks, just in the downtown area there. So I'm sure that was probably a really, really neat space to have a brewery. Uh, And, you know, I mean, you talk about 2015 to 2023, that's still an eight year run. You know, these guys were pumping out beer and selling, I'm sure quite a bit of it. Maybe this is a post COVID slow trickle die off, you know, much like some other breweries that we all know and love and have had affected um, in the long run here that they had to close their doors. So that's that. For those that don't know where Grand Forks, North North Dakota is, it is pretty north. And it's pretty north in our great country here. Um, It is north of I-94. It's just on the other side of the Minnesota border. So you're not really that far west um, at all. And um, it's someplace I've never visited. I've never driven um, on, I've never been to North Dakota, I guess, between this brewery, which is no longer in existence. And then the brewery that I'll highlight in a couple weeks also from North Dakota. I'll have to get out there, check out the beer scene for myself. Um, the beers today, I'll just kind of, I got, I got all three out right now. I'm going to do a little flight. So we'll just kind of cruise right through it. But the beers today are all getting poured out of a 12 ounce can. And, um, I'm excited to share them with you. So let's get on to these pours. All right, we are officially at beer time here. I'm very excited. I just poured out all three beers, little mini flights, and I must say, Eric hooked me up between the Ramos Guys Brewery that I'm featuring on the show this week from the audience mission and the one I have planned for a couple weeks from now. Uh, the beers he gave me, a really nice variety of styles, uh, which is fun. I think this will be a really great highlight to a beer review episode and talking through a few different styles um, and drinking the beers. So the first beer that I have from Rhombus Guys is their Blonde. They call it the Iconic Blonde Ale. It is weighing in at 4.8%. The can boasts that it's American-grown hops, North Dakota-grown two-row barley in this, honey malts, and pilsner malt. So really, really neat stuff. The pour here, I mean, it is a brilliant 
brilliant see-through absolute see-through golden yellow color and there is a solid light fluffy well-retaining head on this one so let's get in for a smell hmm yeah okay one more i mean yeah that's uh that's that's a beer beer <laughs> this is a beer beer i mean it's it's got a nice simple cracker malt um a touch of grassiness in there but i mean you could tell me hey brian you're having a miller high life or, hey, you're having a grain belt, something that the North Dakotan people probably get more of. Um, and I'd be like, sure, yeah. So let's get in for a sip. Mm. Okay, one more, one more. Yeah, I mean, if this isn't a flagship beer for them, I don't, I don't see... One more. Or I guess was, if it wasn't a flagship beer, past tense. Uh, yeah, first impression. I mean, this is malt forward. There's a little kiss of honey mid palate. It has uh, a little bit of fruitiness in there, um, which I would attribute to, you know, Belgian blonde yeast. Likely they use some blonde, um, Belgian yeast for this. And, uh, I think that could be lending to some of that fruitiness overall, the mouthfeel one more slightly creamy, very reminiscent of a cream ale. Uh, honestly has more of that body than I feel like blondes can kind of almost feel a little dry. This one has light body, but it finishes a little stickier than that. It's not super well attenuated. Um, I'm also getting some Belgian bubblegum notes on the end. And um, yeah, it's 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 not it's not a bad beer. I, I, one more sip. The one thing I, I may be pulling out of this is there might be a little dicetal. It has a little bit of butteriness to it, um, which I don't know where that would be coming from in the brewing process. Uh, you know, usually an off flavor, something that you don't have desired. Certainly I wouldn't think would be desired in a blonde ale, but it has like just a very threshold level of dicetal, if it is in there at all. Um, it kind of reminds me of a like a, a light Czech lager which those beers, that beer style is appropriate to have a little bit, bit of butteriness to it. This is, um, I mean, it's a solid beer beer. You know, you talk about the balance and drinkability of this. It has some nice multidimensional qualities. The malts and yeast profile are both there. I think there's a little bit of a lack of a bittering note from the hops uh, that leaves this on the sweeter side, at least for me. But I mean, overall, this is right in line with the quality lawn mowing beer. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this one. Well, I guess, no, I have to, I can't finish it. I have to move on. Yeah, we're going to move on. Oh, I'm going to take one more sip. That's right. We're doing a little bit indifferent, impromptu style of the show. So there's one beer. Let's get on to the next one then. Like I said, I poured all, all three already. We'll just keep this rolling. So the next beer I have is their Amber Ale. This is the Illusion American Amber. They say this one is weighing in at 5.8%, 30 IBUs. So really not that bitter. Typical Amber Ale, right? It's going to be a sweeter beer. Should be approachable. The one thing I'm interested in this, though, the can on this one boasts Simcoe, Centennial, Azaka, and Crystal hops. Yeah, that's right. Four different hop varieties in an amber ale. Like, what? what is this beer trying to be? <laughs> so let's uh, let's get in for, well, I guess appearance-wise, before I get in for a smell, this one is a pretty color. It's like a brown to a copper brown. Um, again, really well-retaining head. The white foam is kind of just clinging to the glass and has a very like nice lacy lined look to it. Uh, a little mild cloudiness too on the appearance. This one's not totally see-through, very tra transparent, but you know, it has a little bit of cloudiness. So now let's get in for a smell. 
Mm. Okay. Again, hop forward, which to me when I think amber ale, that's surprising. But reading the can and seeing the hop additions on this, I guess not that surprising. The smell of it, I mean, it's really like an underripe blueberry. Uh, That's like the primary aroma that I'm getting. And then lingering, lingering in the back, a little dankness, more of a skunk than a weed quality though, but not maybe not in a bad way, but different. I also pull a little orange juice-like character, and then right underneath all that hop is a little bit of caramel malt in the backbone. So let's let's get in for a sip. What? Oh. Okay. Um. Interesting. One more. Okay, yeah. I don't know if I have too many words for this one. Um, that, ugh, okay. There is just too much going on with the hot profile of this beer. It feels out of balance to me. Uh, it wants to give a straight blueberry, like a, you know, your Captain Crunch crunch berry <laughs> blueberry-like punch. Uh, but there is this, like, wet, foliage damp earth like character in the background um yeah one more (sighs) yeah i mean that's that's not great no and like to muddy the waters even more on this one the malt character really picks up mid palate um and then finishing on the end so it's it just feels confusing to me um the mouthfeel this again slightly sticky and it's really like cloyingly sweet. I know I commented on the blonde having a overall sweet build to it. This one is really like obnoxiously sweet, I, which is surprising because there's so much hot flavor, but there's not a ton of hot bitterness. But again, it's an amber ale. It shouldn't be that bitter of a beer. Um, balance wise, again, feels really out of balance. Um, don't love this beer. Uh, that, that might be a buzz with Brian first. I really... I, I just don't love this beer. Drinkability, I'm sure there are folks out there that would like this, but it is it is not for me. It is not for me. So I'm going to put this one down. Yep, we're going to put that one down, and we're going to move on to the third beer that I have picked out from the four-pack that Eric supplied me, and I'm hoping this one will turn a corner. This is a double IPA that they've named Greenway. It is weighing in at 7.6%, and this one should be a little more familiar. The can on this one said it has citra and mosaic hops in it. So that's a pretty standard hop bill for a hazy IPA or, you know, an IPA in general. So this one pours out really cloudy to hazy, you know. Um, like The can doesn't denote that it's a hazy IPA, but it, it feels and looks like a hazy IPA right now. It's a deeper straw yellow color. Um, it's actually quite pretty. It's funny. It reminds me of when you draw like a little sun in the corner of your paper with a crayon, right? Pretend you're six years old again, you have a crayon and you're drawing your little sun in the corner and some of the white paper is just poking its way through, right? You didn't fill it in all the way. That is like to a T (laughs) the color that I'm getting out of this. Um, and again, a really nice, well-retaining head. I mean, this brewery had that knocked down. There is a good amount of head on all these that have been hanging out even though i've poured them out and that's you know the goody aromas are in there so let's get in for a smell Mm. okay this one's much more pleasant really juicy hop forward i mean i i pull tons of tropical fruit ton of mango mango is my primary 
alongside of that a small dose orange zest and like a berry blend you know i think mosaic and for me mosaic really tends to be blueberry like ripe ready to eat blueberry but this one's more of a berry blend all right let's get in for a sip oh yeah okay there it is one more mm-hmm that is what that is what the doctor ordered. There we go. Now we're back. One more. That's a good beer. That's a good beer. Yeah, really bright. Just a bouquet of hops that carry over from the nose. You know, I get all those flavors again. Um, this one also does drink borderline like juice. <laughs> the acidity of this beer is a little amped up. My mouth, my mouth feel. You know, the tongue is buzzing. Um, and especially like mid palate, it like reminds me that what if I just had poured myself a glass of Tropicana orange juice, right? I just, a glass of Tropicana for myself and that's what's in this glass, but it's a hazy IPA. <laughs> um, despite the tongue buzz though, right? I said, this is an acidic tasting beer. It still has a really soft mouthfeel, um, that complements it or cuts it a little bit. And the finish carries on with some bitterness as well, which helps knock away some of that acidity. There's some really, really nice balance in this beer. Everything that was going on with the illusion, the amber ale in a bad way, this one has fixed. <laughs> so, uh, I really like that. I think this one's more in tune with the hop ratio. The malt profile is still findable in this beer drinkability. You know, this is right in line with a solid hazy IPA. And again, they, they market this as a double at 7.6%. Uh, I would say the ABV is really not that noticeable. Uh, it's, it's a quite approachable beer for a mid seven. So I am going to enjoy this one certainly. And then we'll talk about some ratings. Starting off, I'm pulling this back to the first beer I drank. So I'm going to go back to the iconic blonde ale. I like that beer. I thought it was pretty good. Um, definitely a beer beer had a little bit more dynamic playfulness to it. I am like to imagine myself sitting in the now former rhombus guys brewery as like a regular and you know, I'm, I'm trying some, you know, whatever new thing they have on the menu. And then I'm like, okay, I'm ready for old reliable. Bring me back to Old Reliable, and that would be this beer. I think they have done a nice job with this one. So really not like not blow my mind away beer, but a solid beer nonetheless. So it's going to get a good but not great score of a 3.25, and then that'll be that. So on to the second one, the Amber Ale. Yes, the Illusion American Amber Ale. This beer, I don't know. I, I like you market it as an amber ale, you throw a ton of hops at it and the hops are out of balance. And it's really just like this orphan child of a beer. And it's really not that great. I don't like to bad mouth beers, but this one just wasn't doing it for me. And that's why I'm going to give it a two out of five. Uh, sorry. <laughs> that's we're going to make it up for the last one here. So on to the third beer, the Greenway, the double IPA. I think you all could tell this one saved the day. It definitely had uh, a lot more going for it. And I really enjoyed this one quite a little bit. Um, and this beer, definitely super drinkable, definitely super approachable. I think they, they nailed the style. They nailed the hop ratio. Uh, it's going to get a strong 4.25 out of 5. And that's a review. beer fans that wraps up today's episode thanks for tuning in this week and every week 
And thank you again to Buzz with Brian, Superfan, the audience submission of the day, Eric Mickelson. This episode would not have existed without you, and I wouldn't have had a chance to try some beers without you. And I know this one's uncharacteristic because I finally said I didn't like a beer. <laughs> um, but that's I got some value. That has a lot of value, and it's nice to talk through what you don't like about beers, and it's nice to feel a little humbled every once in a while and be like, yeah, okay, there are some beers out there I don't like. There are beers out there I don't enjoy. But, Eric, that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy you bringing this one to me and getting to have the experience. Like, that's what's fun about beer. You could try stuff. You don't like it. No big deal. If you like it a lot, buy some more. Great, right? So I'm excited to see what the second brewery, the one that's still in business is in, um, has to offer and share that with you all in a couple weeks. So again, thank you, Eric. You're going to get another thank you in a couple weeks. Um, But that does it for me here. If you want to find these beers out in the wild, this is the usual part of the show where I tell you you can find them. Uh, These ones, I guess you won't because the brewery is gone. Uh, Maybe they're in distro still in the area, but people should probably get their stuff off the shelves because... You know, you know, it's only so new (laughs) when the brewery has closed, Um, but it's very sad. And that, you know, continues to be a trend for a lot of breweries out there, especially post COVID that they're uh, closing and just not making it this, you know, this far out anymore. So Rhombus guys, here's one to you. Hopefully you're all doing something, um, your post business venture and onto the next great thing. I wish you all the best of luck. So that does it here. I'll make a post about this episode like I do with all my episodes on the social medias. Very active on the Instagram, so make sure you're following at BuzzWithBrian. And if you have any ideas, feel free to reach me on the Instagram with a DM or send me an email, buzzwithbrian at gmail.com, buzzwithbrian at gmail.com. Until then, I can't wait to get back on the mic again soon and enjoy another couple beers. Cheers, beers. Oh.